Five-star sports talk. I'm your host, Caleb Suggs. Joined in by my co-host today. Brantley Wiley. How you doing? Glad to be here. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Had a good day? Long day. Slow. Not doing much. Yeah, I understand. It's been a national signing day. It was busy for me. Yeah. Dakota, how you doing? Uh, Dakota on our soundboard over here. He's finally got a mic. He's got a mic again. I do. I do. I'm tired, honestly, but I got a raise today at work, so I'm... Wow. That's I'm, always I'm, good. I'm, yes, Mr. Mr. Moneybags, you gonna take us out? Just all 35 cents. Hey, that 35 hey. cents goes a long way. Hey, he's saving <laughs> that 35 cents to repay himself for these mics. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Well, another great week in sports. Really? Sort of. Really? Not really. Because the Super Bowl was Sunday and it, it sucked. <laughs> Just to be Every honest. aspect it of was, that game was, it was awful. Here, here's what I think's funny. Everyone, like, last year's Super Bowl was so high scoring. There was, like, I think the, they said the Patriots punter didn't even punt during the game. It was so high scoring, and people complained. They're like, there's no defense. We're turning into the Big 12. You know, people always complain about the Big 12 because there's no defense. Oh, yeah. But here we go. We get a defensive game, and all I hear are people complain. Now, I complain because I, I wouldn't let it be known that I hate these games, and I love offensive games. But He's I just, a huge Big 12 fan. I just think it's funny that, look, you, know, you, can't, you can't deny that the Big 12 is the most fun conference to watch. Those games are fun. I'm not saying that's how football should be played. I mean, you should want to have a defense, but, you know, as far as the entertainment value, the Big 12 is where it's at. But anyways. I just thought it was funny when people were complaining about it being so low scoring in the Super Bowl. I just, you know, I was like, you, you can't have it both ways. I would just like to go on record and say that I did call the Patriots winning by 10. So That's true. That's true. Called it and week if, after and if, uh, Rams won. The Rams had not missed a field goal. Sense. It wouldn't have won the one by 10. <laughs> Patriots missed a field goal, That's too. True. They did. They did. But I thought the Rams was an easier field goal. It's Goskowski. That dude never misses. He's like 41 for 42. He missed Sunday. He missed one out of like 40. Well, the Rams kicker kicked like a 50-something yarder to send the Rams to over, send the game to overtime the week before. Don't you know? Let's not talk kickers, about that game again. Don't you know that how good a kicker is? It's not based on how many field goals he's made it's, or kicked. It's about the one that he missed. Yes. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. why I don't yeah. like Cody Parkey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why I don't That's like any every, Alabama kicker. Alabama kicker is terrible. Every Alabama kicker, no. Not even going to go there. Not going to turn this into that. Okay. But anyways, so we look back. I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most exciting game, but it could. I mean, I would have rather watched that than a blowout. You know, true, Super true. Bowl, uh, what was it, 48, when the Seahawks railed the Broncos. I mean, I'd much rather watch this past Sunday than watch that. I don't know. So that, Seeing the Patriots just steamroll the Rams, that would have been a good sight. Nah, I mean, I don't see him Brady that, get his sixth Super Bowl. I wasn't that tore up scoring about like thirty something game that I wanted to see that. against the Rams. But uh, so know. that leads me to my question: Was this the worst Super Bowl ever? Yes, think so. Even the halftime was awful. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, it was so. Awful. I mean, I did read somewhere that it's somebody said that it's the most unmemorable. I, yeah, it was I, the lowest scoring. I could yeah. agree with that. Ever. 
So See, I wouldn't go with you know worst Super Bowl ever, but Dakota says it's the most unmemorable. I could agree with that because to be honest with you, I can't really remember hardly anything about it. The only thing I can remember about it is the the throw that Brady made to Gronk that got him. That was that was to like the that two was yard line. Nice. That was like the really the only play. That the was their game. best drive the whole game. The whole game that I remember, and it was based off of that one play. I mean. Honestly, my mind blanked at that moment. I what I was going to say. Hey, that reminds no, me of the one, game. It's just one one of those Super Bowls that you'll end up going back. Like, you have several that you look at back over the years and you're like, okay, this happened in this game, this happened in this game. You're just going to look at this one and be like, okay, the Patriots. This is when the Patriots won their sixth well, I think Super it was, Bowl. you Brady know. Brady won his sixth Super Bowl. When you look at really the last three Super Bowls the Patriots have played in, they, they beat the Seahawks. You know, you had the interception at the one-yard line that sealed the game. The Falcons, you know, overcoming a twenty-eight to three deficit to come went back went overtime last year with the Eagles. You know, back and forth, the Eagles forced the fumble that seals the game. There just wasn't that really big play in this game. That just kind of, I mean, not really. I mean, I don't want to say it's the worst Super Bowl ever because I did watch the whole thing. Whereas I think like Super Bowl forty-eight, like I mentioned with the Seahawks beating the Broncos, I did not watch that whole game. So I feel like if if I if I watched this whole game, I can't say it was the worst one because at least I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. It was awful. I watched yeah, the whole I, thing in two and a half hours. I didn't say it was great. I just not the worst. I wouldn't say the worst. Super Bowl Forty Eight comes to mind as far as the worst. I'm trying to think of some others in my lifetime. I, Super Bowls are usually pretty good. I think I think we've been blessed. You know, I don't. I don't, you know, there's not really been a whole lot of bad Super Bowls. Not that I can think of. I can't remember any other ones, but I will definitely remember this one. Well, you're because your memory is so short term. <laughs> I do remember the Seahawks one. They they blew that on that play yeah. call. All I remember is like the opening drive. They uh, the ball goes over Peyton Manning's head, and they the Seahawks get a safety. I just remember Peyton Manning's face when. Oh, I'm talking about. Was that? No, you're same, talking about. I'm Seahawks talking about the interception. You're one. talking about the Seahawks and the Patriots. I'm talking yeah. about the Seahawks and the Broncos. But, and like Brantley said, it was another pitiful halftime show. <sighs> last year last year was good. Justin Timberlake, he put on yeah, a good show, in my all, opinion. It was all right. I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't terrible. It was a decent one. Yeah. I mean, in, in the halftime show, they focused more on presentation yeah. than actual singing. Right. So, that leads me to think, oh, well, I think they were trying to go back to trying to make the singing look better with well, think, more presentation, but... Maroon Five does yeah. not need to be seen. I should have brought that like up because I, I don't want to get to these other topics okay. before we talk about that. So, um, number six for Tom Brady. Obviously, he first of all he has more Super Bowls than thirty NFL franchises as a quarterback. As a player, he has more Super Bowl not appearances but wins as a than thirty NFL. There's only thirty two. Right. There's only thirty two. And I the, looked it up this past week. There's the, only twelve that have not even been that have not even so, won. And so there's two teams that he doesn't have more Super Bowl wins than and one of them's the Patriots. So the other one's the Steelers so Steelers, so that's impressive. So here's my question. We talk about Tom Brady being the greatest of all time when it comes to quarterbacks and NFL. Should Tom Brady be discussed as the greatest of all time regardless of sport? I'm not saying sh- is he. I'm saying should he be in the discussion? Yes, without a doubt. I don't see any other quarterback that has been as dominant as he has in a game that is so difficult to win in nowadays. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the Patriots have dominated football for past decade at least. 
and he has led them every step of the way. I mean, it, it, yeah. And I think what's so, you know, and this has been a, this is topic has been discussed all week, and someone made a good point about how, you know, they're talking about Michael Jordan, and no one's saying that, you know, he's the, Tom Brady's greater than Michael Jordan in their respective sports, but he was talking about how when Jordan played, everyone knew that Jordan was the best player. You know, it was, it was without question. When Tom Brady's played, he hasn't always been the best player without question, and I get that. But I think what's so interesting about Tom Brady is the fact that he's gotten better with age. I'd like to say something about the knowing that they're the best player. In the NBA, it's easier to stand out because there's only five men on your team or yes. four other people. Tom Brady, he relies on everybody around him, but I think, and he still produces numbers. But I, well, I think what so, he was getting at was, you know, when Jordan played, yeah, there was great players like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. But, you know, it was still Jordan was considered the best player. Whereas at times through his career, you know, we considered Peyton Manning to be better. Well, some people, I didn't, but Peyton Manning to be better than Tom Brady. You know, that was, you know, back and forth. Some people liked Peyton. You know, it was like, it was an argument. It was a discussion, a topic. So, but whereas Jordan was pretty much consensus the best. So I'm not saying that Tom Brady has is better than Jordan in, in their respective sports. But what I'm saying is he belongs in that discussion because in, in, when you really look at, I mean, who 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 gets better at the end of their career? I mean, Tom, this, they've been now to four of the last five Super Bowls, winning winning three of them. I mean, they've been more dominant than they were in the early parts of their career. I don't. I mean, that's that's what gets me. I mean, because every every athlete, most athletes succumb to Father Tom at one point. You know, Jordan got. Were you know Kobe Bryant did score sixty in his last game, but you know his no, last that was impressive. His last seasons weren't great. No, Jordan, you know Tiger Woods is making a little bit of a comeback, but he you know for a while there was not playing very well. I mean, I, mean, I hate to be a homer about this, but I mean the only one that's actually consistently done the same each year is LeBron. And I, and I, and would, I mean I this consider, last year, I wouldn't consider him at the tail end of his career. No, yet. I feel like he's. Still I feel got, like he's got uh, he's got a while, but yeah, I feel like you need a few more years yeah. before we start getting. But I'm talking about you know towards the end yeah. of their careers. You know when you look at people who are talked about as the greatest of all time, Jordan. You know in their sports, Tiger Woods. Uh, I can't. You know I'm not. Because I mean even even huge. Shaq Derek went Jeter. through. Even Shaq went through a bad stretch towards the end. Yeah, of his. well, Shaq was just Shaq. But he just kind of got he passed was just around so, there. At he the was end. just so big. Like I mean, it's he, he was just. But uh, you know, Derek Jeter with the Yankees obviously you know didn't. So you know, they all you know, and I'm it might still happen to Brady, but Brady's playing at an age where most people don't get to, and he's still going to be playing. Yeah. So I think that's something to look at. So yeah, definitely think that he needs to you know belong in in the discussion for uh go talk of regardless of sport and also not just talking about brady as the goat but is boston the goat there are a lot of good sports cities in this country is it is boston the best i looked at it since two i think it's 2000 i'm sorry to go to i just bumped the table he's probably give, i'm not gonna look at him he's probably giving me a bad look but uh, so I think since 2000, let's see, the Patriots have won six titles. The Red Sox have won, I want to say, four. Celtics have won one, and the Bruins have won one. So that's just since 2000. So in 19 years, they've won 12 titles as a city. And I mean, if you extend that, it goes up yeah. just because of the Celtics. Oh, yeah, well, they've got, they, you know, the Celtics have, I think, 15 overall. And of course, a lot of those came. According to this, 
Well, this, of course, was in 2012. In a single decade, Boston's franchises have claimed seven championships, at least one in every major sport. So, I mean, and they're definitely and the greatest. And, it's, that. That was and it's, con- it's consistent. Yeah. You know, it's not just all football or all basketball. It's football, basketball, baseball. Now, obviously, football and baseball have more than basketball and hockey, but immediately they have one in all four of the sports. Yeah. And I don't really – I mean, when you look at the other good cities, L.A., I mean, the Lakers have had some titles. I mean – Since 2000, they've yeah, had what? Five. Yeah, something like Three that. with Kobe and Shaq, and then two with Kobe by himself. So, you know, but the Dodgers haven't won any. They're just now getting football teams back. So, I really think that takes L.A. out of it. New York has really gone downhill. The Giants have won two, but the Knicks, the Jets, the Nets, just, that's not a good city right now. Mm-hmm. They're just not playing good sports anywhere, anywhere. The Mets have been to a couple World Series, I think, or at least one I know of, but they didn't win it. The Yankees, I can't remember when the last time they won a title. What was. about Miami? No. Because, I mean, they yeah, only had, I mean, they had the Le- Heat. They had LeBron and but the Heat for a couple no. of years, but... I mean, and I think you got to, you know, as far, I mean, it's not just about winning titles, it's about tradition. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Heat won some titles, but as far as tradition, it's not, you know, and neither is the Dolphins. Like the Celtics, they're just. I mean, when you think. They've got got a great system going. When you think basketball, you think Lakers or Celtics or, you know, Bulls, maybe. When you think baseball, you think Yankees or Red Sox, you know, when you think. Like, there's an actual phrase, how about them Yankees? Yeah. I mean. You know, and when you think so, and when you think about football, I think you would think about the Patriots. Yeah. So, so when you look at when you look at the the main sports, every time you think of that sport, one of Boston's teams comes into mind. Yeah. So you know, and I'm not. I mean, so I just don't really. Chicago's a good city. I think they've got some consistently good teams with the Bears. The Bears Cubs, are actually stepping it up. The Cubs, so. the Bulls. I mean, they're not. They're all doing, but I think I think that's the closest one to the Celtics. Yeah, in my I opinion. Think, because you know the you know and they're all you know I think what what it comes to with Boston is they're such good traditionally and they're also all doing well right at the same time. Like, yeah. So I mean, you had the Red Sox won a title this year. They beat. By the way, I think this is interesting. The Red Sox won a title this year, beat the L.A. Dodgers. Patriots won a title, beat the L.A. Um, Rams. So they beat. They they are in LA. Yeah, so they've won two titles and beaten two LA teams. I get confused. They've moved around a lot. If the Celtics could find a way to win a title this year, that would be amazing. That is possible. That would be unprecedented. To have the three main sports all win a title in the the same calendar year, that would be be something. That would be quite something. But uh, so going back to the halftime show, Maroon 5 obviously did not do that well. Hmm. Before we get too far away from that. According to this website, which I don't know the validity of it, New York City has the most wins as far as championship goes. Yeah, I, w- I mean, yeah, I think when but you go when you go over fifty championship wins, and then Boston is number two with thirty seven. And I think you also have to understand that New York has almost two teams for every sport. They've got the Jets and the Giants in football, the Nets and the uh, Knicks in basketball. The Yankees and the Red Met, not Red Sox. Yankees and the Mets in baseball. So that you know that, that doubles their chances. That's skewed. I mean, and not, not New York has historically been great, but I think in recent in years, most of theirs is probably from the Yankees. Is it? Not? I mean, yeah, the Yankees have a lot. Um, it's non World Series wins. Oh. No, nah, okay, so non. Uh, 
The Giant, no, I don't. It's not. The I mean, they've had. I mean, the Giants have had championships, no. but a lot of it is not. None of not many of it has been recent. That's kind of been the problem. Yeah. You know, the Knicks haven't been anything in basketball for a while. Um, the Mets were in a World Series a couple of years ago. The Yankees have been, you know, pretty good here of late. The Giants won two Super Bowls against the Patriots. You so know, it's probably Giants, Yankees, and yeah. But I think, like I said, I think you're combining the tradition of Boston as well as they're all. I think there's three things you combine: the tradition of Boston, the fact that they're winning now. It's not they have tradition plus they're winning now, and the fact that all four of their they're they're being they're being good in all four of their main sports at at the same time. Yeah, great place to live right now. Yeah, I mean if hey, if you're a Boston, if you're, if you're a sports you're fan in Boston, you live I'm it sorry, up. I read that wrong. It's thirty. New York has thirty five. So Boston has more. No, New York has thirty five World Series wins. Oh yeah, Boston I thought oh. I thought that seemed small was, when you said. Yeah, I was in the wrong one. Yeah, when North, you said nine, I was like twenty seven. Yeah, World Series wins. So eight of I those mean, have been the Mets. Is that who it is? Yeah, yeah. I thought that seemed. Yeah, when you I was said like it. nine. That I was maybe in the past twenty years. No, the Boston has the nine World Series wins. Yeah, four of those. Uh, five of those coming before um, Babe Ruth got traded, and then. Obviously, the curse of the Bambino got broken in 04, and they've won four since then, I think. Yeah. Four. 2004, 2007, 2000. No, no, no. 2004, 2009, 2013, and 2018. I think it's. I think that's right. Another. Uh, 2004, 2013, 2018, I'm for sure right. The other one was either 07 or 09. Dakota? The fact. Boom. The sort of. The fact that he 04, actually 07, knows baseball, 13, too, surprised me. Why is that? I don't know. I just thought you only knew football. And a little bit of basketball. Before 2004, when was the last World Series then won? Is it the 1914 or 1918? 1918. They won in 15, 16, and 18. That's a pretty popular fact, though, for them. Because, I mean, curse was broken for them. You just want to take away from me, don't you? Just a little. I don't want you to get too high. Obviously, my friends don't like seeing me succeed. Uh, not not that we don't like seeing you succeed. I just, Why can't you just I, I want your, you to can't you just tip your hat, tip your hat, tip your hat. You can't see this, but he actually tipped his hat. Yeah. Anyways, the halftime show. Mm. Not a fan. Well, I mean, I, you know, Marine Five was it was all right. Not a fan of the rappers. I'm not a fan of rap music. Period. I don't think rap music translates live. But, I like the rap music better than I like Maroon Five. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I would have been fine if uh, Who they, was, was the just, third one. Outcast. Uh, it was Big Big Boy. Oh. Or he was he it the second? Like Outcast. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't, don't ask me. either. I don't, way, I don't know rap music. So I don't wasn't really that good. No, and they're really. When I think back on it, there hasn't been a lot of great ones. Bruno Mars obviously was a really really good one. Because um, he can actually sing, and yeah. he, so he brought that mm-hmm. show talent, that showmanship, as well as the fact that he can really sing. Um, I can't really remember this. I know Bruno Mars helped with Super Bowl Fifty, but I think it was like Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno. Moore. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't really like Super Bowl Fifty, so I didn't watch much of it. But I know, uh, I know, some people will probably call me horrible names for saying this, but I think Bruno Mars is like the modern day Michael Jackson. 
I can oh, see I've, I've it. I mean, before. they they have I, like a really cl- yeah, similar yeah, style. Yeah, definitely. And they both like they so would put on a good I show. Think when you go back to two thousand and the ten season, two thousand eleven Super Bowl, when the Black Eyed Peas did it, which I remember that one off because how bad it was, like it was terrible. Which I mean, what did you expect? Because they're ma- on all of their songs, they have some kind of computer, yeah. like edit yeah. edit. To it. And, and since it just, then, it's not going to translate. Been, you know, well. Black Eyed Peas, Madonna. Um, was that? Was that? Which one was the one with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson? That was 2004. That was a long time ago. I'm talking about since oh. then. So Black Eyed Peas, Madonna, um, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. I mean, they're not. I mean, obviously they're popular acts, but I just I hadn't really been blown away. I missed the days when they went back to the old school ones and they did print and they did them all in a row. They did Prince. And Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen and The Who and Tom Petty. And these were all great shows, one back to the other. And I think what happens when you get people that can actually sing without any help, I mean, it helps. It makes a difference. Because you can't do auto-tune in these shows because mm-hmm. they're not whole songs. They're Like T-Pain would be awful. They're bits and pieces T-Pain can actually sing without auto-tune, though. So. He just adds a lot to his, though. I'm, but anyways, so getting to my question that I want to ask. I don't want to get into this because some people might get insulted or offended. <laughs> It'll be all right. got to have thick skin to live in this world. The one, All these performers that I'm listing, the one thing that's obviously missing, country music. Country music... Ha- Shut up. He's making fun of the way I'm doing my hands. <laughs> Country music hasn't had anybody perform since 2003, and that was Shania Twain. And Shania Twain being, at the time, being more of a pop pop crossover, so you can't really consider her a full-fledged country star. So you would really have to go back to 1994. So that's been a long time. Now, and I get, I know why the NFL won't do country music, because they don't think country music internationally reaches audiences. See, that's arguable, though, because you have a lot of well, I mean, country shoot. music who... Keith Urban's from Australia. I mean, you've got Keith Urban from think, Australia. Luke Combs other than I actually said that he's performed. In, yeah, he had a European well, tour. I think yeah. that. Uh, I think that maybe five to ten years ago, you could make that argument. But I think country music is becoming much bigger internationally, especially it's, with like it's, it's already gotten pretty huge. All of here the in Luke, with the Luke Bryan, um, Sam Hunt, like people that. So here's put my on question: If if we finally did get a country music act to perform the halftime show, who would be the best to do it? And I have some people in mind, and I'm going to go through them from I think you know if, from least the least best option to the best option. Can I go ahead and just like I came up with an actual lineup? It's got a main country artist, oh, but then gosh. it's got two other acts like to go been, with I feel it. Like he spent some time on this. I just thought of this today on the drive home. Oh, to I, be honest, actually, I think I might have thought of it. Earlier in my house, I think I have. I think I have. So I think that the main act should be Florida Georgia Line. Do it! Oh man, I I wasn't going to say because I didn't want to ruin it, but I knew that's what it was going to be. And I think because they have so many. Let me get hold. Let me guess your reasoning. Okay, they have so many collaborations with people that are not exactly Jason Derulo. I wasn't uh, even going to bring Jason Derulo. Nelly, how do you say her name? Debbie Rexon. Yep, that's one of them. Um, <laughs> the Backstreet Boys, the Backstreet Boys, that, and that, and that's what and Florida were, Georgia Line, the Backstreet Boys, and Baby Rexa. I mean, that would be a good lineup, and of that course, reaches multiple people or multiple 
genres yeah. of music. I think it would be a good and show. I think, I think that that being one thing that the Super Bowl halftime show likes to do is they like to have collaborations. They like to bring different people in there, so that would definitely work. And, of course, you're going to get people that are going to say, well, Florida Georgia Line is not really country. We're not going to get into that. We'll have a separate podcast on that if you want us to. You can't see me rolling. We'll my, have a separate argument about that. You can't see me is. rolling my eyes, but now if you don't like them, just because you don't like their songs, that's different. We don't need to get. But, we don't need to get worked up, Brandon. We don't okay. need to get worked up. Yeah. We just need to stop. Okay. But anyways, I think that if you want, if you wanted to go that route, I think that could be a good um, compromise. Obviously, they're not the most, and I will say they are not the most country. Act, yeah, but I think that would be you know, and you got the collaboration. So we got Florida Georgia Line. So I'm going to go through my list, and I'm going to go from least best option I think to best. And you tell me if I think this should be higher. They shouldn't. They wouldn't ever be considered. So I'm going to start off with George Strait. I think you know George. One of the biggest definitions of country, king of country. I mean, and I think that I think he. I think a lot of people know him and listen to him. The reason I'm going to put him at the bottom is because, like you said, it's it's about a show. It's not just about singing ability. Obviously, George Strait, great singer. I mean, he's one entertainer of the year. But I mean, you're talking about a guy that you know stands and plays the guitar. That's probably not going to you know resonate with fans. So I'm going to put him at the bottom. Next, I'm going to go. Okay, I'm gonna go try to decide if I want to go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. He's Luke. also a little older, and he doesn't tour that often anymore. Yeah. Luke Bryan, one of those kind of like Florida, I don't know, kind of like Florida Georgia line that um you know some people don't really consider him country. He's kind of got that pop you know sound to him. So I mean, if you want, I've I've seen him in person, and he put on a show. I he did. It. He really so did put on a show. I can't I can't really contest whether he should be higher or lower because I don't know the rest of your list, but I mean, I'm definitely agreeing he deserves to be in the top ten of discussion for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, and I struggled with this one and my next one. Probably Luke Bryan should be over this next one, to be honest with you. If you, you say Sam Hunt. I'm not saying, dude. Yeah, I, don't even, I can't even tell you what he's doing right now. I don't even do think you, he's touring anymore. How do you, do you know me? Seriously, come on. But Luke Bryan... I think, and, and he kind of like Florida Georgia Line. He's got that. He's done some crossovers with some different genres of you know music. He got the pop twenty. He puts on a good show, like you said. So I think he would fit. And people, a lot. Of, I knew Lou Bryan before I really listened to country music. So I think that goes to show you. But uh, next one I will think be people that don't listen to country music know Lou Bryan. Yeah. So next, my next one will be Carrie Underwood. I'd I, watch it. I think, and what comes with Carrie Underwood is she's already a part of the NFL. She does the Sunday yep. night. She, football show so there's there's your opening for that um she does collaborations she does she did a song with Ludacris. you know so there's you know there's that obviously she has an amazing voice and i think it would go well you know obviously we're we're want you know to empower women we're want you know that's a a big movement she's obviously one of the best female stars regardless of genre so and she has a great voice she puts on a great show so i think carrie underwood i put her above luke bryan I think you know. I th- yeah. I think yeah. I would yeah. definitely. But um, she's at what seven? Did you do your top ten? I'm not. Wait, what? Right, how many are you listing? Just a few. Oh, I thought for some reason I thought you said top ten. No, I couldn't okay. come up with that many. Um. Well, I man, I could come up with country music stars, but I mean, um. <laughs> I you know I'm 
Florida, I think Florida Georgia line would be next, but you already mentioned them, and you you laid it out why they would be, you know, and they they have more collaboration, so I think there's a lot, of, and I think that's what helps them a lot. Yeah. Der, like you, Derulo, Backstreet Boys. How do you say that woman's name? Baby Rexa. Yeah. That. Um, <clears throat> and Nelly obviously with Cruz. Yeah. So that you know, and the fact that you know they do have you know they put on a good show from what I've heard too. And see Nelly, he's he was also in a. Uh, Longest yard, so I mean, I think that everybody would love to hear him. I think that uh, Florida Georgia tonight. Line would probably be the one that I would, <clears throat> I would see the most happen. But I'm going to put this one's my top one, and he Brownlee's already shaking his because I know what it is. He knows where I'm going with this. GB, I don't I don't know how he hasn't been the halftime show yet, and that's Garth Brooks. And here's the reason why: if we're gonna we're talking about. Which you've seen him in person. I haven't had the pleasure of doing that yet, so well, I can't I, really speak to well, yeah, so his let's, live yet. So let's but. talk. When you talk about halftime show, what do you want? You want someone that reaches an international audience. Yeah. You want someone that's super popular. You want someone that puts on a great show. Okay, we well, got Garth Brooks. Obviously, he's the best-selling country artist of all time. That's statistics. These are all statistics, facts. Yeah. These are not my opinions. Best-selling Don't country music art, artist of all time. I actually looked it up. He's the number two selling artist, regardless of all time, regardless of genre of music. Number two, behind all, Michael Jackson, behind only the Beatles. Nope. Oh, the mm. Beatles. Behind only the Beatles. Now, obviously, this this obviously his numbers probably got jacked up a little bit when he came back from his hiatus and started touring again. But yeah, I'm so sure. he's done international tours, and he holds the record for most entertainer of the years. I mean, and he's also talking about doing a. Stadium. Oh, tour. he's already like he's already he 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 he, he sold out a show in for Minneapolis's uh, the Vikings football stadium. There was such a demand for tickets, they did another show. He's doing he's he sold two straight nights in a row. He sold out a football stadium. Well, he sold out the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville for times. Oh, it was. I thought it was seven. Eight's even more impressive. Oh, it, was, <laughs> it was like it was yeah three weeks. It was like I think it was like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and two weekends, and then a Friday and Saturday on another. I mean that's crazy. He did that to be able to sell out he did stadiums that on, like and every single arena. He did that, that like every arena, every city he went to. He he would do oh, yeah. arena like four I or five. I times. believe it because I mean he reaches people that are seventy, he, eighty years old probably, all the way down to teenagers. So that then that was really what when he came when he got big in the nineties. You know, from what I heard, you know he was one of the ones like that made country music more of a more more than just a southern thing. So and I, I really I, I don't know how he had oh I did I did miss one I did miss one Kenny Chesney oh yeah, yeah. and I think you know obviously I mean, his connection yeah. with the Patriots I mean he he's also kind of like Garth Brooks he puts on a you know he's yeah. won a lot of Entertainer of the Years so I think he would have to be up there as well but still Garth I'm Brooks, pretty sure there's a woman that in the office at my work that would buy a ticket to the Super Bowl just to see Kenny Chesney if she had the money he puts on a good show I won't lie. Right. Nice. But anyway, that's my. Do you guys have any ones that I missed? The only one that I would say, probably behind Garth Brooks, would be Chris Stapleton. Just because I, really, I mean, the I really only doesn't... thing about Chris Stapleton that I have a problem with is that his is more of just like a mellow, yeah, lay down th- country, like not. Luke Bryan, like I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't put. I'm not saying he doesn't put on a good deal. show. I'm not sure it would be Super Bowl halftime type show. Now he does. He's done a lot of collaborations with Justin Timberlake, yeah. and yeah. I kind of expected to see him last year. 
and I was kind of which was, is which was well, the main reason that I said Chris Stapleton because I mean you they released a new song together which is a good then, song I like it yeah and yeah midway through last year I think that's that's cool that you know Stapleton's not a guy you would say doing a collaboration with oh, Justin yeah. Timberlake mm-hmm. but it sounded great yeah so even and I let me you look at his performance when he really made it big when they came out and did Tennessee whiskey I mean. The first time he was really known, like had a live audience, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean not, I'm not arguing his, his. Uh, it might not be on the same level as, say, Garth Brooks or Florida Georgia Line, but personally, I would like to see. Chris no, Stapleton I think that Stapleton's on the level of Florida Georgia Line, or maybe up there. I'm just saying, I don't know that you know Super Bowl. That's not in the argument for I'm not saying yeah. he's. Yeah, less than the mini anyway, shape or form. I'm just saying yeah. the argument. In the I just, form. you know, I think that would, ha- I think he would have to be towards the bottom, just because when it comes to Super Bowl halftime show, it's so flashy, and so mm. I'm not sure that that. Would... As far, I mean, we're talking about, we're talking. Well, about... I mean, shoot, if we're talking about putting on a good show, and yeah, I mean, being like it would be Chris good. Stapleton, like kind of esque. Shoot, Hank Williams Jr. I mean, there. I mean, if you if you just wanted somebody, <laughs> I mean, he'll put on a show for, for you. Reasons, I don't think if <laughs> if, <laughs> if you just wanted someone that put on a good show, there's so many. You can and so, are, are we Thomas are we Red, considering Keith like Urban. a country rock too? Yeah, because I mean Alabama or Alabama. I think I think I think if they had done Alabama. Maybe before in, maybe in the night i think yeah. they've alabama's passed there but at one time alabama was one of the biggest acts in music oh yeah regardless oh, of yeah. genre like whenever they were still like pulling out music and touring if they would have been super bowl the, halftime show artists of the decade oh in yeah 1980s. like you will never get a group that can do what it alabama really, has done trent i would say alabama and then garth brooks kind of transformed country into what it is today I mean, more of the, Alabama opened the door for those country mm, rock people yeah. like Brantley Gilbert, Kip Moore. I mean, so, they're at I mean, one time they would have been a great selection. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, they may not be Super Bowl half or Super Bowl halftime show now, but they're definitely right. artists that Dakota's rushing me along, even though it was it, it's it, it's his fault that we're still on this topic. Look, you asked. All right, um, National Signing Day was today. Oh, gosh, you're about the only one that got to actually. Pay attention. To okay, we won't spend much either. time on this. Then, actually, we won't spend a lot of time on it at all. Um, headlines for National Signing Day were not many for Alabama. Had some players. De- Alabama did get the defensive five-star defensive tackle Ishmael Sofsfer or whatever how you pronounce his name. Auburn lost their five-star receiver commit, dropped down to fifteen, but they did get enough commits to move back up to eleven, which was good. I'm not going to get so did Alabama finish number one. Uh, yes. I guess so. Yes, they had they twenty-seven did. commits. Okay. 27? Not five stars, but... No, I mean... Not five... Well, really, three, five I mean, stars. really, that's over-recruiting, so that means someone's going to have to gray shirt or something, or someone's going to lose their scholarship. Georgia had 24 commits. Texas had 24 commits. Texas A&M had 27 commits. Jimbo. LSU had 25. Might oh, be going goodness. back to my old pick of Texas A&M in the final right four. All right. Well, we won't talk... We're running short on time, so we won't talk too much about National Signing Day. We're going to talk about which commits we're going to make a big impact. But I looked at Alabama's. Obviously, fresh, freshmen don't people. make freshmen don't make a, a lot of. Can you pull up Alabama's commit list for me? Freshmen don't. Most of them are actually offensive tackles and yeah, offensive linemen. Freshmen don't make a whole lot of impact on their first year at Alabama. Not usually. There was one I thought Mike could have a chance to. I'm talking about like not just play a little bit. I'm talking about like actually start. Um. Do you have it pulled up? Yeah. They're, what's their top cornerback's name? Cornerback? Yeah, or defensive Jeffrey back. Jeffrey Carter. 
Okay. Is that it? Maybe. These are the enrollees. Okay, go down to the bottom. Yeah, that okay. Jordan Battle safety. Um, okay. they're losing. What's his name? They're losing Deontay Thompson. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's and a, what was it Trayvon Diggs? Was he? There he was, was a corner. He's bad. He got hurt. He's coming. There was back. one that actually Savion Smith is a cornerback. Yeah, but so this this one's a safety though. So I mean, if anybody on their list probably has a chance to start this year, it's probably going to be Jordan Battle. Um, Auburn clearly Bo Nix is going to be. The one that has the you know make the biggest impact mm-hmm. as far as starting, um, Owen Papo. That Auburn lost three was a five star linebacker. Auburn lost three linebackers, so that kind of works out good there. Um, uh, other starters, probably not any other starters out of this year's class. But some guys that can definitely contribute, but not really guys I think will start. Um, so on to our questions segment. I got I only got four for you this week. That's fine. But. I think we're. I think those are some good questions. So, first question: Staying with the college football, what happens? Next? Georgia signs. Georgia signed more five stars today, like usual. So they've been signing five stars at a suspiciously unprecedented rate. But we won't they get into that. Five today. Five? How many? Five? Five, five stars? Five stars? Yes. I won't get wow! Into, I won't get into it. So let me, what, Which but, they did lose a lot. I'll give them that much. I'll give them that Georgia, credit. they choked in the national championship against Alabama. Mm. They choked in the SEC championship against Alabama. Mm. So here's my question. Mm. What happens next? What happens first? They choked Auburn. Your, no, Georgia wins a national title or Saban retires? Mm. That's a very good question. I'm going to start off by saying... I have no idea when Saban's going to retire. I, I would have thought he already would have. I never would have thought I he would last. Maybe one more, and then he'll retire. <laughs> I mean, that's I the only thing I can think of. Because I mean, what is he tied with Bear right now? Y'all are so spoiled. Yeah, he's tied with Bear. He's spoiled. tied with Bear, so I would think he would at least want to one up him. But I don't think he's in it for that. I, I don't think he is either. It. I think he's in it just because he knows once he retires, he has nothing left. I mean, what's he going to... A lot of money. Of course. Yeah. That and a car dealership, which I'm not going to get into the it's car dealership either. <laughs> That'll raise some red flags. But um, I, I, I just... I, mean, I don't look, see... I, I, don't I see, see Kirby... Kirby is... I mean, there is recruiting, honestly, I mean, at a really I see, high I level. see Georgia winning. Mm-hmm. Really? I, I think Saban may have two to three more years, and I, I think Georgia like, will win one in two years. I feel like Georgia's not Georgia's not going to get over that hump until they change that offense. I don't think Georgia will win it this year, mainly because I think they've got a lot of questions. So still. what? If, so you think two but years? I think what if Fromm doesn't come back? What if he has a good year and decides to leave early? Uh, they don't really have a feels low, so they don't really have a secession plan right now. So you know, I mean, that's a good point. But just, they can recruit. Yes, they've already course. proven that. Yes. So what's to say they won't recruit one next year? But I mean, I mean they've had two opportunities and choked them both away. I mean sometimes sometimes you can recruit good, but you're just the coach that doesn't get it. You can't win it in the big game. Part of that That's also true. Comes I mean I'm still team. gonna go with I think Georgia wins for Saban retires because as far as I know Saban's gonna re- keep going until they find, I mean he's find, what sixty find a way to insert his brain into a oh. robotic body. He's sixty something. He's old. Low sixties. So we're going Georgia wins sixty seven. Sixty seven. So you're going high sixties. Georgia wins title yeah. before Saban retires. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. I think I think Saban will retire about the time Belichick does. All right. Going 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 back to the Super Bowl. Better chance of You just caught that, didn't yeah, you? Did. Better <laughs> chance of making the Super Bowl next year. Not winning it, just making it. The Patriots or the Rams. So better chance of getting back to the Super Bowl next year. Well, I mean, I'd say Patriots. Well, I think there's When's some... the last time they didn't make the Super Bowl? Uh, 2015. Yeah. Or 2015-2016 so... season. Um, okay, so I look at this. Okay, so they barely made it this year. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are there. So that's tough. The chances of making four straight Super Bowls is unprecedented. Have they done but, it before? No, they've never made four straight. They made three, haven't they? Yes, that, that's the straight that they're currently on. All right, time to do four. But going back, I would say making four straight Super Bowls is almost unheard of. But if the Buffalo Bills can make four straight Super Bowls and lose all four, <laughs> I think I think the Patriots can make at least make four straight Super Bowls. So here's my thing with the Rams: I'm still not sold on Jerry Goff. I think the NFC is much tougher top to bottom than the AFC. So I'm going to go Patriots too. Even though conventional wisdom would say there's not a very high chance the Patriots make four straight, I'm still going to go with the Patriots over the Rams. This is, I mean, I'm, they, might, they might both miss it, but I think the Patriots have a better chance than the Rams. Got to see. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. Okay. Just for the simple fact of... I mean, you've got... Saw, you saw the way Jared Goff played. I mean, I, yeah, Jared Goff did not look ready for prime time. No. no. I mean, in the NFC alone, you've got Chicago, Minnesota, which... Philadelphia. Minnesota, yeah. The Saints. The Falcons, which weren't good this year, but I mean, they still got the Matty a- Ice. I mean, in and the Julio. AFC, you've got... The AFC Saints, pl- the and Bucks, if they can ever get Jameis Winston to not throw interceptions. I think the AFC... The AFC has the better team that the, the, these two teams have to get past, and that's the Chiefs. But I feel like the NFC is so much deeper. Because, I mean, you got the Giants, I mean, too, because they've got Saquon, and they're yeah. actually going to have a draft pick. Maybe they can do something. Or we're not putting the Giants up there until they get a We're putting the Giants up there. No, we're not. This will. The Cowboys, um, which they so, seem like they're yeah, cursed. Yeah, so that's a lot of good teams, minus the Giants. The AFC has the Chiefs and the Browns, so it's, you know, it's, a lot, it's real tough. He didn't, he didn't even say anything. All right. Um, I'm going to hold my tongue on that. Will you look up how, the last time that New England Patriots didn't make the AFC Championship? So my next question to you is, which one... I never answered that one. Okay, what's the answer? I think the Patriots make it. Okay. Which one will happen first? Or which one is least likely to happen the Patriots missed the AFC Championship, which they haven't done since. I'm still looking. You need to speed it up. You put me on the spot. You know I have Wi-Fi too, right? I'm on my phone. I think it was... I feel like it was around 2013. It wasn't that far back. 2013 or 2012. There we go. There's the website I was looking for. Wikipedia. 18, 17, 16, 14, 13. 13. I thought he was about to say 18. I thought he was about to say 18, 17. <laughs> what year was it? Uh, 2008. 
Was the last time they weren't in the AFC Championship game? Oh, this is playoffs. Yeah, so. 2008 AFC, just the AFC Championship Well, I mean, game. technically, it's partially right. They weren't in the AFC. They weren't in the Championship 2010? Game. Yeah, because they played the New York Jets in the division. So that's eight, nine straight years, something like that. So which one is will happen first or least likely to happen? The Patriots missed the AFC Championship or Alabama misses the playoffs? Which will happen first? Yeah. Which Or which one is least likely to happen? Least likely to happen, I say Alabama misses the playoffs. I don't. I, don't. I, I yeah, I disagree with that. I, I'm a huge Alabama fan, but this year I'm actually concerned. So here, what you, here's what you got to understand with the Patriots. For one, they play in like the easiest division. Well, I mean, really, they've got the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets. I mean, yeah, they, they beat all of them. They're almost nine times out. They're, of 10. they're guaranteed a playoff spot every year with yeah. that division. They're almost guaranteed a first round bye every year. So really, and just about every year, they're getting they got to win one game to get to the AFC Championship game. Well, I mean. Chiefs and Chargers, Titans maybe. So I'm not talking the about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the AFC Championship, which they haven't missed since 2010. So you really, they got to win basically one game every year in the playoffs to get to the AFC Championship. Alabama had almost missed it last year. You know they they scooted in because Ohio State had two losses and one was a really bad loss. So I mean, and then this year. They got there's know, some good teams in the West because you know if they if they do lose to Georgia, I mean here's my thing, you're basically saying so look at it this way because one team from the SEC is going to get in for sure, second team might scoot in but it, you know it, it's less likely that that happens. So do you trust Alabama to beat Georgia every year or do you trust the New England Patriots to be beat whoever they're playing in the divisional playoffs every year, which will not be the Chiefs because it's most likely they're going to be a one or two seed. So yeah. they'll meet them in the AFC Championship. So it's the most likely going to be like, was this year the Chargers? So that's my question, basically what I'm asking. Do you trust the Patriots to beat whoever they're playing in the divisional playoffs or do you trust Alabama to beat Georgia every year? Oh, I'll go Patriots. I've got yeah. Patriots going to the championship game because, yeah. I mean, toughest teams which – Looking ahead, there's going to be what Browns, Steelers, Texans, maybe Titans. Not even going to list any in their own conference. And then the Chiefs and Chargers. I mean, none. Of, the only one that poses a threat is the Chiefs, which, like you said, they won't meet till the championship game. So, yeah, Patriots are definitely going to stand a good chance yeah. of going to the championship game. All right, final question: Which one will we finally get first? A country music star? performing as the headliner, not just a part of like a collaboration, but as the headliner for the halftime show or NCAA football back as far as like the video game. Well, I mean, they're already in the process of making that video game. They've been saying that for years now, I feel like. It's supposed to come out like sometime this year, maybe, I thought. I've heard that for like the past three years. Until it actually comes out, I will not believe it. So, which one... I mean, I think I mean, like you said, people have been working on it, but I think country music's growing. I, you know, it's back in I'm gonna go with. Wait, I'm gonna go with the NCAA football yeah, game coming go, back out. I'm gonna go with. Uh, it's not gonna be exactly the same because of the reason, like they canceled it before because they can't play pay players, but. Actually, They're already going to create rosters anyways to change it to the players. So, yeah. 
Going with a football game. I'm going country music. Star. I think they're going to so bring saying, in Florida Georgia so you're Line. you're saying that there's going to be a country music artist at out of your top five top or out of your so many that you listed. a country music artist. They say that it's coming out next year, but they've been saying that for years. Ever since it went away. They've already named it. What named it what? NCAA football? <laughs> Gridiron Champions. Okay. The company... <laughs> Immaculate the, Vision it's Gaming not, announced their credit card. Yeah, that, okay, I know what you're talking about. And it's not even going to have the actual colleges in the game. Because they can't pay the players. So here, that's what I'm saying. Oh, what, 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 What's going to happen first? We get a country music star at a halftime show, or we get actual... Like it was inc- before? Mostly. Not just some random football game that has teams that aren't even called. A, a football game, some sort of NCAA football game that has some sort of colleges. Well, I mean, shoot, that's never going to happen. Not until they start paying players, mm-hmm. because the players are still gonna. Okay, fine. Which one happens thing? first? It's gonna country be a country music star, music star then. Okay. But I mean, if you want to get technical, no, I mean, honest. The, I don't, I don't, the video game's see... gonna be a college football game. I don't. Stop hitting the table. You know what? You're getting riled up I'm over here. I'm gonna live my life the way I want to live it. I don't see how. How is that NCAA football if it's not? It's not even NCAA football. Like NCAA football means there's. It's the NCAA. There's colleges. So if you don't have the colleges, what makes it NCAA football? What's the difference? Just let's just call it a football game. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I just don't. That, to me, that don't make any sense. Like, how are we, how could you say NCAA football coming back if it's not NCAA football? It's just a football game. It's like I don't know. It's like backyard football or street or, NF, NFL or gridiron NFL street. I mean, well, I mean, the NFL street was a good game. I, I'm not saying it wasn't, but I'm saying that was just a football game that they made. You know, it was just a football game. You know. Why? What makes this NCAA football? The fact that they're people are going to change the rosters to be the actual football teams. See, but but the uniforms won't be there. You can change the uniforms too. So you can't change them. Okay. So I don't know. From what I heard, it's going to be like really, really customizable. Where basically you can do that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps up this week's show. We got to get going because Brantley has to go bowl. Um. Then there's a thing called church that we go to. Yeah, but I'm not rushing right now. Brantley's the one that's rushing us. Um. Yeah, me and Dakota are going to church. Not Brantley is not. Sounds like you need to really. This is really. Okay, this is reinforcing. Thanks, the fact mom. That you're a bull. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Yeah, this is I, really reinforcing the fact that you're I was just stating a fact that was not even in our topics of discussion. I'm just stating. You fact. didn't let me prepare for this argument. <laughs> it's not an argument. There is no argument. What's your argument going to be? You go into bowling church. I go bowl. Witness. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> we're, 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 we're gonna we're, on that note, we're gonna wrap up this show. We thank you for listening. If you're actually if there are people actually listening to this, how many listeners did we have last week? We'll talk about that when we close up. Good night, everybody. I'm guessing it took a drop. All right. Good night. Have fun. See y'all next week. There's no place and no moment in history where I could stand and say the listening begins here. Now. Yeah.